This is Just Teggy, and today's topic is unsolicited advice. How many of us have friends, family, uh, people on the street that just come up to us and tell us their great opinion on how we should parent? Well, knock, knock, open the door, unsolicited advice I don't need. I need positive advice. I need um, compassion. And I also need someone to understand that I'm having a tough time right now. So dear friends and family and people who walk the streets to have an opinion, understand that your voice can really, really change someone's life. It can have a positive impact or a negative impact. But what I want you to understand is that given negative conversation in general, it's just not helpful. So let me close the door. Unsolicited advice, please go away. Let's get right into it. It's so important that we make sure that we uplift one another. Unsolicited advice is not necessary. Positive advice is very necessary. There are ways that we can encourage one another to be better. But nine times out of ten, we have a lot of judgmental people who give unsolicited advice. Just so you know that when you give unsolicited advice, it leaves us feeling like, okay, why is she talking to me? Number one. Number two, you have no idea what I'm dealing with. You don't know anything about my life. And so you are judging me. You're giving me an opinion, your opinion of in which you think I can do something better. But it's the way you say things. So for people who want to help other people with their unsolicited advice, the first advice I would give you is to kindly ease in there. If a kid is having a tantrum and you feel that you have some advice to help the mother through the process, how about you go, Mom, how are you? I see. I, I know he's he's going through it. You know what? If you don't mind, can I just give you a little bit of advice because I was in your place. So I just want to see if I can help. The mother can kindly say yes or no. If she says no, you say, I get it, Mom. I just wanted to be here for you. I get it. I get it. And if she says Go ahead. You say, you know what? Maybe you should try A, B, and C, right? Boom. She can receive it or not. But at least when she leaves there, you know, she's not feeling like she's being judged. Because sometimes you just have to show up. Maybe, you know, you just go to someone and you say, Mom, I know you're going through it, but it's okay. Take your time. Get through it. You know, it's okay. I know everyone's looking at you, but I just want you to know that I'm here to support you. I get it. My kid did the same thing. It's okay. You're going to get through it. And so if you can come in with that positive reinforcement, boom, I can receive it. It's the negative notion behind you doing something incorrectly or that you're doing it on purpose. You know, um, I think there's three categories that I think should be left alone. So number one um, is um, potty training. Yeah, I said it. Potty training, potty training. So your typical kid is potty trained by an early age, which I don't even know what that is because mine wasn't um, perfect on the potty training. But there are some kids who may take longer to potty train. Hopefully you have them potty trained by the age of five, right? But here's the thing. Not everyone is able to get to that age. And so... um, 
I'm saying potty training because a lot of children on the spectrum uh, have difficulties with potty training. And it's very difficult. Um, and so majority of the times, it's the schools, it's the pre-Ks that help you with the process because it can be very daunting, it can be a very, very difficult uh, situation for parents. It's, it can be very stressful. Um, and so, of course, you don't want to pay for pull-ups for the rest of your life. Unfortunately, you have not reached that milestone. So potty training. Um, yeah, and so for parents and friends and people who are walking the streets, just so you know, we don't want to tell you that. We don't want to say my child is in a pull-up because my child is artistic or my child is this or that. We don't want to tell you that. I don't feel like we need to tell you that. But it's the, the little, you know, looks and it's the the family members that you have not spoken to um, that, oh, why is her kid uh, and pull us, he should be potty trained. Unsolicited advice. Listen, you're not buying pull-ups. You're not changing any diapers. You're not buying wipes. You're not doing any of those things. So, yeah, why is it any of your business? Oh, unsolicited advice because you feel like you are, I don't know, what, the judge of potty training rules. Okay, so that's number one, potty training. Number two, which maybe this should have been number one, um, pacifiers, a.k.a. bobos or babas, whatever you call them. But you get what I mean, pacifiers, right? So, yeah. So I just read this article, which I thought was super cute and super informative. Um, a little boy who was uh, six years old, he had a pacifier. And... Um, his mother said, you know, this is what he needs to soothe him, you know. So I don't know um, what part of the spectrum he was on, but he was, uh, you know, a pretty hefty little boy, cutie pie, and he had this little pacifier. You know, pacifiers don't come, they're small, especially when you get older, they, they shrink. You know, when you're little babies, they're like huge on the mouth. But anywho, he had the pacifier, and she was getting so much backlash from a picture that she posted. And I mean, they try to destroy this lady and I was really proud of her because she said um something the article wrote that she said something like um you know my child is autistic and he's coping and we don't have a problem with it but I just could just I just thought about if she wasn't as strong as she was if she did not stay in her ground I mean what what would have happened you know um so, yeah, you don't know what someone's going through. Maybe a child needs to pacify to go to sleep. You know, they tell you it's not good on the teeth, etc. But it has nothing to do with you, right? Just saying. So, are you buying those pacifiers? Are you, what are you doing to contribute to this person's life? I mean, you don't know. And so, number three, strollers. Strollers and strollers, right? So, there's a million different reasons why people have strollers for kids that are bigger. Um, one, they can be artistic. Two, behavior issues. Three, uh, physical development. So on the outside, these kids look wonderful. And um, a lot of them don't, um, they don't, uh, what do you call it? They don't necessarily reach a certain criteria to receive a wheelchair so the parents have to use strollers um 
because they're still going through the process. So that's a whole other topic. But a lot of people don't, are not able to receive the services they need for the kids. So it's very expensive um, to buy strollers that have like the little handicap um, portion at the bottom that's not necessarily a wheelchair. Um, so anyhow, um, there's a lot of different reasons why you see bigger kids, six, seven-year-olds, in strollers. We really have to just find a way to either be encouraging or have a conversation. But unsolicited advice, dirty looks, snickers, and and just having these conversations that um, are not paying your bills, it's just unwarranted and unnecessary. And not to mention the parents. We don't know what they're going through. Do you think they want to walk around here with a stroller? You think they want to be pushing a six, seven-year-old in a stroller? I'm sure they don't. Unfortunately, this is the cards they've been dealt for now. Do you think that um, a mom would rather change her kid's diaper? No. These are the cards that she's been dealt for now. Or the pacify. Do you think that the mother wants to keep a pacifier in her kid's mouth to soothe him or her? No. This is something she's dealing with for now. So she has to figure out how to graduate to other stages. And some of us are not able to. So let's really just start with the unsolicited advice and what we think. One particular situation I was in, um, uh, this young lady was in, um, in the elevator. I was going to Target. And um, this girl, I think she's like, six or seven she was in a um like a jogger stroller and the lady just uh started talking to the little girl what are you doing in that stroller you know you're too big for that mom she's too big she needs to walk and the mom face just got red and then she got off you know at her um uh, stop and then i'm sitting in the elevator with the lady and the lady's like oh that doesn't make any sense. Did, did you see that? And I just could not help myself. I said, well, you know, you really don't know what's happening. You don't know. You know, there's a lot of things going on with children nowadays. And you don't know what her mother's going through. Do you think she want to walk around here for people like you to have an opinion out loud? I'm sure she doesn't. It's those things, you know. It's like, lady, really? And I think that you have to go through something in order to understand uh, different different situations in life or maybe you can just grow a compassionate bone in your body to just mind your business maybe that would be really really good right if you can just mind your business and not throw your little nose up and have an opinion about someone's kid that you're not doing anything for that would be nice right let's think about that mind your business hmm just walk by. It doesn't have anything to do with you. Hmm. Hmm. I wonder how easy that could be. Or you can encourage the mother, mom, I see you're going through it. Hang in there. And maybe the mom might say, you know, I get judged all the time, but there's nothing I can do at this moment. You just never freaking know. And I pray that your nieces and nephews and your kids are just perfect human beings. Because guess what? People nowadays think that nothing can happen to them. They think that their opinion is the best opinion. Let's think about, like, you ever have that friend who's, like, she's, like, so gorgeous and, you know, everyone loves her. And then she grows up and she's not that gorgeous. She realized that she was talking about us in high school and now she became us as an adult and we became her. 
gorgeous and all. Yeah, because you gave unsolicited advice and was telling us how great what we need to do. And honey, somehow you fell short on taking care of yourself. It happens to the best of us, but we don't need to kick each other while we're down. Like, let's encourage one another to get back up and keep going. And being a mother comes with so many different layers. I mean, listen, you've got the what? The first you start off, if you do breastfeeding, that's a whole nother thing. If you uh, bottle feed, that's a whole nother thing. Then you have diapers and then you have walking and talking and eating and schools and the list goes on and on. Then they start talking to you. They talk back at you. They fuss with you. They drive you to drink. They make you love them. You fall in love. You're two seconds from Jesus' house because they're getting on your last nerve. And then, listen, I haven't even gotten to the teenage stage. I don't even want to think about that. But life is hard as it is. Let's keep our unsolicited advice to a minimum. Or